0: So we pick up at the top of Daf uh, 40, that's Mem uh, at, the, uh, at the top, Mem Amud Aleph, again, talking about uh, uh, custodians uh, and and stuff like that. So we're now, Tanur Apitropos, Mashal Mem Min Aliyah, Vain Mashaal Mem Kofer. Okay, uh, these people that are, are there to, to guard uh, these, these oxen of these uh, uh, people that are mentally incompetent, uh, it says they pay... Uh, with regard to their high quality property uh, and also, uh, but but they don't pay... A, uh, this uh, this corfair, this atonement or ransom, uh, if if the ox goes and uh, and kills a uh, a person, all right. Uh, so uh, you know, so so we really discussed a little bit yesterday uh, if they pay from their best quality property, and then later on uh, they'll collect from the orphans. So that's, that's not a, an issue. Uh, but what we have here uh, is uh, the, the the concept of coffee which we we've uh, alluded to previously, uh, but we haven't really discussed in detail. Uh, and now we. We're going to discuss it in a bit more detail. Uh, and now, Mantana Krufra Kapara, Vyatma Elav Ninu. who is the one, uh, that, that, that teaches that uh, this, uh, uh, this atonement, uh, this ransom payment, uh, is kind of atonement uh, for the owner of the ox. Okay, and that's uh, th- that's really if your ox uh, goes and kills someone. It's a terrible thing, uh, and therefore you should be liable. You you it's uh, you've got moral culpability uh, to go along and uh, and and pay them back. So if you, if you hold uh, like that uh, and. Um, you say uh, that the way of looking at it and say it, it is uh, kapara, it's, it means it's uh, like some kind of atonement. Uh, and that's it. So, uh, And uh, the, the other way of doing it, the um, uh, other way of looking at it is just uh, monetary, uh, at, uh, at monetary restitution. If your ox kills someone, uh, you have caused damage, uh, and therefore you, uh, you, you have to pay a coffer, uh, Even in that situation, you just have to pay uh, a monetary damage, even though obviously... Uh, that, that you can't ever, you know, a, a human life uh, is, is worth uh, an incalculable amount of money, but uh, we just fix it uh, at, at a certain amount uh, of money. Okay, so that's just either it's a money, monetary thing or else, uh, you, from a moral perspective, you are, uh, need atonement because you've taken someone's life out of the world and therefore uh, you need an atonement. So those are the two ways of looking at it. So now uh, we say, who is the tana uh, that holds that uh, Kufra is a kapara? Uh, if, and and therefore, because it is an atonement, uh, yat uh, And these uh, minor orphans, uh, love Bnei Nino. Uh, because they are minors, uh, there's no concept of atonement uh, uh, with regard to to to, to uh, these children because of the fact that they are uh, n- n- not able uh, to. Um, they are not you know competent yet they're not held accountable all right so now amraf chista rabbi Yisrael beno Rabbi yochin habrochi ben brochi so we say uh, that the kufra is a kapara uh, it is an atonement that is ybishma el the son of rabbi Yohan and ben brocha Datanya, uh, as we learned in a brita natan pedyon pedyon nafsho when it says uh, if uh, if this uh, this kofir is imposed upon the person, uh, then he has to give an atan pedyon nafsho, he has to give a redemption for his life, uh, a redemption for his life. So that, that, that's also uh, chapter uh, 21, obviously, uh, because that's what we've been dealing with the whole time. Uh, over here, and uh, it's verse 30 in 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 Shemot. in Exodus in Parshat Mishpatim. That's verse 30. Uh, and uh, now, uh, which way do we look at? You know, wh- whose life are we talking about? Redemption for your life? Uh, uh, the Nizak. The the holds uh, that it is uh, uh, the the payment of uh, the person. Uh, that was damaged. You have to give the value of his life. Uh, he says, uh, No, this, uh, this ransom, this kofer payment, uh, is uh, for the one uh, on the life, uh, valuing the life of the person that caused the damage. Uh, and surely, uh, says, uh, the brighter, uh, um, uh, or maybe that is the brighter. But now I would just say, my love, uh, Baha'i, Kamilly. Surely they're arguing about uh, this, uh, this, 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 uh, this issue. Uh, de, um, uh, savrei, the Rabbanan Savre, the Tanakama, the rabbis hold uh, Kufra ma'monahi. Uh, we say that uh, monetary uh, the, this this payment is monetary payment uh, for uh, the heirs of the uh, of, of the victim. Uh, you, you've caused damage by by, by killing uh, the person, and therefore you have to reimburse them uh, for the the loss of their relative. And therefore, it's based on uh, the victim. Uh, Rabbi Shmuel, he says no kufa uh, kapara. He says that uh, this this kofir, uh is uh, a, a, a An atonement, because uh, your animal has now caused uh, the death of this person, uh, and therefore you are in need of an atonement, uh, because you have actually uh, gone and um, and killed someone, Uh, and therefore uh, that's the the, and uh, you've really got to pay for your life. Uh, as it were, because uh, you uh, bear responsibility, uh, morally at least, uh, for the for the uh, the death, and therefore you should pay for your life. So you kind of pay your way out of it, uh, and then pay uh, for the cost of your life. Because uh, in, th- you know, in theory, we could uh, come along and say, listen, you should be killed uh, because you've, you've taken someone else's life, but because it was through your animal, uh, we say no, that it's, uh, you, you pay uh, the value of your life. Alright, so... Um, uh, you know, on, on a practical level uh, even though the Gomorrah doesn't mention it uh, over here uh, uh, you know, Toswat what Rabbein and Peretz comes along and, and, and gives um, you know, on a practical level differences uh, between the opinion uh, that you know, either it's an atonement or that it's monetary uh, restitution so if it's uh, just a restitution uh, then the heirs uh, of, of the person that was killed uh, could waive their rights uh, if it's an atonement they've got no right uh, to do it and also uh, if it's just money uh and and the person uh, doesn't have to you know doesn't have uh, the money to pay it uh you know how far do you have to go uh, to get the funds but if it's for his atonement uh, surely he has to uh, exert every effort uh, to to get the funds and if it's just monetary uh, things so then uh the, the um, uh, even minors and other uh, in, uh, halakhically incompetent people uh, c- would have to pay. Uh, if it's for atonement, uh, they, they'd be exempt uh, from that. Okay, so there are uh, differences. Uh, it's not just uh, a theoretical concept. It's actually got very practical ramifications as well. Uh, so is, isn't that what they're arguing about? Amraf Papa... Uh, Rav Papa says, "Lo, I'm a kufra kaparihi." No, everyone would agree uh, that uh, that uh, this 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 uh, r- ransom payment, this this payment, uh, is uh, there for atonement. All right, uh, the the the, the is an atonement payment. V'acha uh, k'ma Bahai They are arguing about the following. Rabbanon savre. The rabbis hold benizak shemin and sheminan. No. It's talking about the person uh, that that was killed and uh, we have to base it on his life. Uh, and, and 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 therefore it 's atonement, but you base it on his life Rabbi Raishmal he says sha uh, no uh, we, we we talk it we go according to the value of the one uh, that was uh, liable uh, and and caused the damage okay who who whose uh, one are you atoning for whose life really are you atoning for okay and that's, uh and and that's it so it could be the one uh, that was killed uh, his life is the one that's been snuffed out, so therefore uh, you base it on his life or uh, the one that is killed because uh, he is in need of the atonement uh, because uh, he, he should have sacrificed his own life because uh, he, he had al- someone ultimately killed. Uh, therefore, uh, you say it's based on his life. Okay, so uh, my time at Rabbanan. So now, you know, we, we haven't uh, said, uh, you know, where uh, maybe everyone agrees that it's uh, an atonement payment uh, now. But now, in any case, uh, we say, uh, "What is the reason uh, of the rabbis that says it's based on uh, the person that was killed?" Shita uh, Lamata Shita Lamala. They learn it out from Gezer uh, It says, if you uh, um, put it upon him, if you put this uh, uh, that verse that we quoted, uh, it, uh, it says, if you Shita uh, uh, literally, it says it means uh, to, to put. Um, this uh, uh, ransom upon him okay and that's uh, th- that's what uh, uh, it, it's you put this this kofir uh, shita okay Numa shita lamala and we also said uh, when in uh, 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 just a little bit earlier uh, in that passage uh, you, you should be punished uh, and uh, uh, you should put the the the, um, the uh, the punishment upon him, okay, so maybe what what um, what we can do is let 's just uh, uh, quote uh, those verses because otherwise uh, we 're talking. In a, in a bit of a vacuum, uh, so the the, the, the verse uh, the, that that we quoted, where it, where it talks about a man and a woman fighting, uh, it says isha uh, isha hara. So then the man and uh, two men are fighting, and uh, and one man uh, knocks a a pregnant woman son uh, and uh, she, she miscarries, uh, but there's no other damage uh, it says you should definitely uh, fine this person and punish him uh, right, there's that word uh, you should uh, put this this fine uh, upon this person uh, and he has to to pay uh, the woman that, that is verse twenty two of chapter twenty one and now the verse that, that we've been talking about uh, with the ox it says im uh, you shat alav, uh, if you put this kofi, this ransom upon this person and it's the same word, you shat uh, as, uh, as, as we had before <laughs> you shat alav uh, whatever is imposed on him to redeem uh, his life, alright so those are uh, the verses and we see the word uh, essentially shita and shita uh, um, based, uh, you know c- coming together over there and therefore as a result um, we say there's a and we say above and below and the same word there. Definitely with regard to uh, the miscarriage payment, uh, we say it's the value of the person that was uh, hurt uh, in this thing, the the the, uh, the baby, uh, so the, the, the fetus, you know, to be more precise. Uh, so here too, uh, it's talking about the damage party. Okay, Rabbi uh, where does he hold? And it says when uh, a tan pigeon nafsho. It says pigeon uh, nafsho. His life, kativ, uh, and his life. Uh, is uh, about the person that actually caused uh, the damage uh, and that's 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 what we're talking about Ravanan uh, how would they respond to that uh, in uh, the rabbis would say pidyon uh, kativ? it is written the redemption of his life uh, but Mew, ki shaminan no the redemption of his life but we base it on uh, the injured party or the dead party's uh, life as well all right so that is uh, where they uh, get their their um, uh the 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 sources from right so now uh uh uh, 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 uh a question der mashkach uh, lai raba bar natan draw acha byakov daram garohu so Rava was saying uh rav uh, that rav uh, in front of rav nachman that this person rav achab yakov a great um you know he, he he was a, a student of Rafuna and he lived very long etc and uh, that's, uh, he's, uh, he knew a lot of, of Torah uh, and that's it so he told in front of Anachma he said this guy is a great guy uh, so normally uh, when it comes to to these uh, uh, cases um, you know almost invariably uh, you know like I think at least uh, 95% of the time uh, is when it comes. So he says, well, bring him in front of me. Uh, you know, and, and here it says, When he comes in front of you, uh, bring him to me. OK? Uh, and invariably, in these cases, uh, he says something that upsets the person, uh, or he says something, and he gets caught out. So it's kind of almost like uh, uh, giving the guy a bit of an iron horror uh, when he comes, and uh, he's found out uh, to be deficient in in some way. However, in this case, uh, we, um, uh, we see that that's not the case. Anyway, So Rav Nachman uh, asked uh, Rav Achabai Yaakov. He says, listen, ask me something. You know, and he, he doesn't ask him um, you know, anything in Khumash, He goes straight uh, to this uh, you know, case over there. He says, listen. Um, uh, what happens if an ox uh, that belongs to two partners uh, goes along and kills someone? Okay. Uh, and, and, and that's it. So you know, according to, uh, the idea is that it's an atonement. Okay. Uh, if, it, if it's monetary, uh, well then the question wouldn't arise. We said uh, that uh, each partner would pay half. Uh, but assuming it's for atonement, uh, over here, uh, he says, what happens, he says, uh, so who pays the Atonement. Uh, so if an ox goes and kills it and uh, kills someone and belongs to two people. On the one hand, uh, uh, if they both pay the korfer, uh, we can't have that. Kufarin, uh, you only pay one kofr, you don't pay two. Okay, so you can't do it. Uh, on the other hand, so uh, If you if you go ahead and each of them would pay half to get to the full amount, Shalem, uh, amarachmana, bro Khatzi It says it surely it says that, that one uh, kofr should be. Um, uh, uh, you know uh, one coffee has to be paid uh, a full coffee should be paid uh, by the by the people okay so uh, uh, that, that's um that's it. Okay, so uh, you know if if you you have to pay uh, a full amount. So if you don't pay the full amount, then there's no atonement. Okay, and that's uh, and and that's it. All right. So uh, you know how, how do we how do we do it? Anyway, Ariatif Kaim ayin So he's busy. Rav Nachman is thinking about uh, this question. Uh, he says, listen, you know, amalei Tznan, And also, I've got asked him another question. So Uh We learned in the Mishnah. Uh, it says, mashmin uh, it says uh, the court comes along and uh, t- takes property from people as a moushkorn as uh, security um, uh, for those people uh, that are, you know, that, that, that need to pay the Erech value. A person uh, vows that he owes his Erech value. For example, if he's a man uh, between 20 and 60, uh, he has to pay. He says, I'm taking my value. Uh, that is a, a standard value mentioned right at the end of uh, Sefer Vayikra uh, where you have to uh, give uh, that value to the, the Beit HaMikdash. And the set value, men between 20 and 60 would have to pay 50 Shkalim. So now the, that's uh, uh, as an example all right so so if a person says that he wants to pay uh, that value, we come along and uh, we, we just take security uh, from the guy until he actually pays the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, so uh, uh, you come along and you take security from these guys. However, uh, but if the person is liable uh, because he sinned uh, to a chatat offering, uh, uh, for example, if you broke Shabbat uh, inadvertently uh, or an in Hashem, uh, for something that he did and mash um, uh, kanun or tam and uh, you know we don't uh, come along and uh, take you don't have to take money for them uh, from them why uh, because uh, it's in their best interest uh, to come and um, uh, admit uh, to what they've done and to, and to pay up for what they've done. And therefore uh, they want atonement for what they've done and they want to atone for it. So okay, that's a Mishnah in Erekin. Alright, so now, Chaive uh, Kofrin uh, my. So what about uh, the hue of this kofir payment? Uh, okay, on the one hand, Kavanda uh, if we say that it is a, an atonement payment, uh, it's like a Khatat and an asham, and we shouldn't have to uh, uh, do it that way. On the other hand, uh, uh, so uh, you know, and, uh, and therefore. Um, uh you know he he treats it uh seriously okay uh, and uh mashkonta and konai mash we don't have to uh say uh, that we don't have to take a, mi- uh, a uh, security from him because he treats it with a level of, of, of seriousness because uh, after all it's like atonement. Or Dilma uh, Kevan uh, L- L- Khabrei, uh, who thereby um, made Fela, uh, maybe because he has to give the money uh, to someone else um, we say that uh, it's not giving it to the temple, it's giving it to someone else. Uh, therefore uh, it could be seen as just a monetary obligation uh, to some who uh, and uh, you know it 's not a uh, law because he doesn't have to give it to the temple, uh, then he treats it with less seriousness uh, therefore uh, he, he if he needs to uh, um, um he, uh, he has to be encouraged uh, to give it and therefore we would uh, take a form of security uh, from him. Okay, uh, that's the one way of looking at it. Uh, and also uh, it's, his, it's not him that actually sinned. Uh, it's his property uh, that sinned. It must be the Azik that caused the damage. Uh, he doesn't treat it as seriously as he, as he would if he himself sinned. Uh, you know, maybe and therefore uh, you would have to take security uh, from the guy so Amalai, Shafkinan is Sagar the Kamata, you know, leave me alone he says, listen, I'm still trying to work out your first question, you know, literally I'm Sagar I'm, I'm, I'm closed up I'm uh, still stuck on your first question I haven't got an answer to the first question and now you're bombarding me uh, with the second question, you know, just give me a bit of headspace, okay, so uh, as you mentioned, um, you know, the that normally, in these cases, uh, the guy does not uh, impress the guy. Uh, but here, in this case, uh, uh, you know, fairly uniquely, uh, he does impress him. All right, Tanarabanan. Continuing, Shalu OK, so now moving on a little bit, we say if you borrow an ox, uh, from someone else, uh, then generally you are responsible uh, for it, uh, for, for looking after it, obviously. Okay, so now, uh, the of sh- the, sh- uh, the borrowing it, and you, you thought uh you know, the uh, that it was time. You thought that it was a tame ox, an and then afterwards, it's found to be a, a damaging and destructive uh, ox. Okay, and it goes, uh, it says, Baalim Mishalim Chetzinezek, Boshalim Mishalim Chetzinezek. So what do you do we say uh, cause damage. How do we attribute that damage? Uh, then we say the owner pays half and, and the borrower uh, pays half. So you split uh, the the damage that it caused. However, uh, who had shual What happens if the ox uh, was a muad uh, before it uh, left home? Okay. Oh, sorry, um, if the ox became a muad in the house of the borrower? Okay, uh, it was. Um, and his house, uh, you know, three times uh, and, uh, and 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 was warned, etc. And and uh, the And then he goes and he gives it back uh, to the baleem. Uh, it says meshamim And then it goes and causes uh, damage. Uh, the 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 owner uh, has to pay uh, We treat it as a tam again, uh, and it pays half damage as well. mikulam. And and the, the borrower is exempt uh, from paying any anything because he uh, is not uh, no longer. Uh, you know, his responsibility. All right, so now uh, So now we said, uh, let's look at that, okay? Uh, and let's examine it uh, closely. Uh, we, you know, if you borrowed the ox and you thought uh, that it was a, a, a tam and it actually is found to be a muad, uh, the, the owner has to pay half the cost of the damage and it says, uh, and the borrower has to pay half the damage. Uh, uh, the, the, so now we're going to go backwards and forwards, and uh, uh, the rest, uh, pretty much of uh, of the duff, uh, is, is uh, uh, you know maybe not you know until halfway down. Uh, the, the, the next amud uh, is going to be backwards and forwards uh, so we have at least a full amud uh, on you know, the backwards and forwards and the claims uh, that the, the people uh, make on this, uh, on this ox. okay uh, sh- so it says surely the borrower why does the borrower have to pay anything surely what he should say am I Torah Sheli, uh, right? Uh, you know, I, I borrowed it. As an, I wanted to borrow an ox. I didn't want to borrow a lion. You know, so I didn't know it was so destructive. Uh, and then that's it. So it's uh, uh, you know he, he behaves like a lion, uh, not like an ox. Okay. I, all I want is a, a, a tame ox, and you gave me this wild thing. Uh, so so I, um, I I don't you know you gave me something. It's like a taut uh, uh, or borrowing, you know, some type of mistaken transaction. Amarav. Um, uh, so what are we talking about? We're uh, talking yeah. here we're dealing with a case with a borrower. Uh, when he came in he saw that it was uh, quite a feisty ox okay, and uh, uh, he knew the ox had gored uh, but maybe he knew that it didn't, uh, that's what Rashi says, he he didn't know that it had gored three times Uh, and um, and also uh, maybe he knew that the ox had gored a few times before uh, but he didn't know the owner had been warned uh, etc. So he knew that uh, uh, he had a little bit of uh, knowledge as well. So he can't claim uh, total innocence. Uh, right? Uh, so that's it. So he, he should have maybe looked after it. He saw that it uh, had damaged before, and therefore maybe should have been more responsible. Uh, but still, namely, he could say, uh, you know, still, I, I expected it to be a tam. Even though I knew that it had gourd, uh, as far as I was concerned, it was uh, tame. Oh, cause I didn't want to borrow. I didn't want to borrow. Uh, 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 have the extra responsibility uh, of uh, borrowing an ox that is a muad Uh, and therefore uh, you know that's uh, why why would I do such a thing and says "Mishum da uh, so he says, listen, uh, the, the, the real owner says to the borrower, he says, listen, uh, the owner could say to him, listen, even if it was a tam and it caused the damage, you'd be liable uh, to half the damage. Uh, therefore, uh, you know, here too, uh, we, we, we go halfies on it. I'll pay half and you pay half. Still, you'd be paying half in any case. So even if you were agreeing to your request, uh, you'd still be liable for half. Uh, it says, uh, So the borrower would say to, to back to the owner, he said, listen, if it was really a thumb, uh, I'd, I'd pay uh, from the body of the ox. It wouldn't cause me any financial uh, damage, okay, because it would be, you know, I borrowed the ox, and now, now the ox uh, gets, uh, gets killed, uh, or whatever it happens to be. Uh, we just base it on, on, on uh, and, and it goes along and causes damage. Uh, but we we limit it uh, to the value of the the body of the ox, uh, and uh, we sell that that ox, and therefore I I wouldn't bear any responsibility because not my ox... Uh, and therefore, uh, you know, we would do that. So the Gemara answers, Ultimately, you would have had to pay me back uh, the full value of the ox. Okay, as a borrower, you'd have to give back uh, the ox in the same condition uh, that you borrowed it. So even though uh, the, the, it was the compensation was, was given uh, from the, the, the sale, you would have sold it. Uh, still, you would have to, have to return uh, the full value to me. So, you know, even though, um, it would have got sold and you said, "Oh, ah, well, I'm off the hook. Uh, still, you'd have to pay it back to me anyway. So you're effectively paying uh, for the damage. So you're not uh, losing uh, anything uh, ultimately because, you, you know, I'd still come back uh, for the, uh, the full uh, price of my uh, ox of, of anyway. Okay, uh, it says, well, then the borrower could retort and say, listen, im have a modana mafterina. Uh, what I could do is admit uh, that I was responsible for it. And um, uh, and, and in that situation, uh, apparently, you know, we're going to see this. Uh, It's not apparently. Uh, It it is true. If you uh, have got a fine to pay, uh, and uh, as long as... um, you admit before other people come along and testify uh, about you in court. uh, If you admit beforehand uh, that you are wrong and you confess uh, that you are wrong, uh, then uh, you are exempt from a fine uh so the the fine only comes uh if you uh uh, uh, say that you deny any responsibility and then uh, witnesses come and say no uh, even though you denied responsibility actually is uh, responsible okay if you admit it beforehand uh, then there's no fine so uh, we're assuming here uh, that uh, we, we had this discussion before, but this is obviously going according to the opinion, uh, that uh, this, uh, um, there is uh, the, uh, the, the payment uh, for uh, an ox damaging is really a fine, uh, okay, because we had uh, the two ways to look at it. If a tam causes damage, really, he should be liable to zero, uh, but the Torah imposes a fine of a half. Uh, okay, uh, uh, upon the person, because uh, normal oxen are considered, uh, um, you know, they're not going to damage at all. Uh, but uh, the, you know, but but uh, but yeah. And if it does damage, we we fine him a half. Okay. The other opinion was, uh, by the way, we had a drought in the in the beginning, uh, near the beginning of the Masechet, in that first chapter, uh, that uh, uh, the, the, that you know very much uh, laid the background for everything else. Uh, we'd said the other way of looking at it was uh, that. Uh, uh, the ox, uh, in, in, uh, at a uh, time ox, really, would have to pay full damages, and the Torah had Rahmanis uh, on, on a person and said, listen, uh, uh, because uh, you didn't, maybe didn't expect it, uh, then we kind of lessen uh, the day. We give you a benefit, and we lessen it to half. In any case, but this is obviously holding according to opinion, uh, that the half payment is a fine. Okay, so if I admitted beforehand, uh, I could have said uh, then you'd be exempt altogether. And if you would go, even according to opinion, that says actually uh, paying back the money and not a fine. Okay, so we just Levy half the, the damage upon you as kind of a, a leniency. tamu. Uh, you would say uh, if the ox uh, was a tam, have a marikana lay lagma, so marikna So I would have taken it out uh, to the marsh. I basically would have hit it uh, from there. You know, he's just uh, not not we're dealing here with. Uh, Wicked people uh, that uh, would do uh, such a thing. We just raise it uh, as. uh, as, a, as a question, he said if I would have hidden the ox uh, and uh, the, the damaged parts he wouldn't have found in my possession so he you could, you, you couldn't collect it uh, from me because you can only collect it from uh, the proceeds of the sale and if it, the, the ox is not there he can't sell it, sell it. okay uh, whereas damage uh, caused by a, a muad uh, can be collected from uh, any of the owner's property, the ox doesn't have to be there uh, and, and doing it, so that, that's uh, uh, you know, so um, you know, wh- why would I have to uh, you know pay half the damage cuz I could have just uh, kept the ox away if it was uh tam I could have hidden it away all right so and uh, you know that Will it stay in the in the in the marsh forever? Uh, and uh, it says, you know, maybe what happens is you could have shacked it there or or sold it uh, to somewhere else, uh, etc. You know, that's um, uh, you know, that's it. So if you could have hidden it away, uh, there'd be nothing to claim from. So he says, now, you know, now that I'm I'm being good about it and I am showing it to you, you know, why must I suffer uh, as a result of that? He's just raising it as questions because, uh, you know, to, just the backwards and forwards in the in the uh, the, the the cut and th- of the arguments over there. Ella hachamas and what are we talking about so you can't get out of that argument because really it's a case where uh, the court comes along and grabs the ox before the borrower had the chance to uh, either admit uh, beforehand so be exempt uh, uh, from a fine, or else uh, to to uh, hide the ox away uh, in the mosh. Okay, so whether it's a tam or muad, uh, you know, and uh, it, it doesn't make a do. He, he, uh, he can't claim that he would be able to say that um, I would have been exempt from liability. Not not whether it's a tam or muad, uh, you know, either, either which way, uh, either you say that it's a um, uh, whether it's a. Uh, um, uh, a fine or a monetary payment. So those are the two ways of doing it. If it's a fine, I would have admitted, uh, and if it's a a, a monetary payment, uh, then I would have hidden the ox away. Uh, So now, uh, in both of those cases, the courts already got it. Uh, There's no way for him to do it. Uh, So therefore, uh, why does therefore the owner have to pay half the damage? Uh, But still, uh, uh, it it passed dai Latora uh, uh, Biday Mandalo um uh, mitzane, uh, lash, um um uh, uh, you know, so uh, the, the, why does the owner have to pay half the cost? Uh, he says, "Listen, you should say to the borrower, okay." So now this is the opposite opinion. Up until now, uh, we'd be hearing the borrower's uh, thing. Why must I pay half uh, at all? So now uh, we, we take the opposite view and we say, "Listen, uh, wh- why does the owner even have to pay half the cost?" Uh, he says, "Listen, uh, you, you should say to you, you, you let my ox uh, be seized by the courts, okay, and I can't um, uh, c- come along." Uh, and, and, uh, and fight with the court because the ox caused damage in your uh, uh, okay, uh, under your responsibility, so I, they're not going to listen to me uh, over there uh, and therefore you should be liable for all the damages uh, you know, uh, I can't go to court uh, about this ox because the damage happened uh, under your responsibility, so really you should be liable for everything uh, and uh, we can't say that you can't say that because a borough could retort uh, uh, love no he said uh, I would have, uh, if I would have given the ox back to you uh, then you would have been responsible uh, if it behaved in this way alright so uh, you can't say that you're totally off the hook because I could have re- if I would have returned it it would have been your responsibility uh, then he says well if you would have returned it if you would have given it back to me have a I would have, uh, you know, taken it away uh, to the mosh. Okay, uh, to, to, uh, I would have hidden it away, and uh, and uh, the court wouldn't have been able to take it away from me. Uh, again, uh, the retort is mishum da Sov sov lav uh, so still, but uh, still, they're, they're going to come uh, after you, and they would have come after your property uh, because they would have said, "Listen, it's a, a muad uh, in this in this thing, and it doesn't make a difference if the ox is here or not." Okay? it's not it's not whether the ox is is present or not. We take it from your property. And the Gemara says, uh, This works out well. If you say where the owner has property, uh, where you can uh, collect in other places, what happens if the owner's got no other money uh, to collect? Okay, uh, so therefore the, the, uh, the borrower has caused him a loss. And the Gemara answers, um uh midrebi uh, natan uh, uh, the same way he says i'm connected to you uh you know to return your ox i'm also indebted to the person that was damaged uh and that is uh, due to rebi natan detania uh, a famous thing that we've had uh, previously as well detania rebi natan me named no se gavero maner va gavero va gavero me nam shomachi mise laze uh, how, uh, it says if, if A owes uh, B money and B owes C money uh, how do you know uh, that uh, that C can come along and collect it directly from A okay? it does not have to collect it directly from B you can skip over B you can give it straight uh, between A and C and you don't have to worry about B in the middle uh, you have to give it to the person to whom he is guilty means that uh, sometimes times uh, where the person that is liable uh, pays a third party uh, and, the, and you can do it. Okay so that uh, could be that anyway So now uh, so what happens at the brighter that we, we spoke about yesterday? It says if the ox was uh, uh, moored uh, in the house of the borrower and then he goes along and returns it uh, to the original owner So uh, and then the owner pays uh, half the cost of the damage, it kind of reverts to being a tum, and the borrower is off scot-free, he doesn't have to pay anything. So now, uh, that with that uh, implication, it is safer, Rashut uh, Mashane. So basically, when he changes the ownership uh, of it, uh, he gives it back, uh, then that changes uh the status of the ox ox reverts uh to being a tongue uh, even though it might have been a muad uh, when it belonged to the borrower and then it gets returned to the owner uh, so in this case uh, as well uh, that, uh, that it kind of changes back to it so now ratio but however uh, in the case of the first part of that brighter uh it's uh, it says the ox uh, if it was a, a muad. Uh, even after being borrowed, it it, it retains its status. So, you know, how do you understand that? It seems uh, that the last part of the Brata says that uh, the when ox when ownership uh, of the ox changes, or the ox reverts uh, to uh, as uh, 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 loses its status. Whereas in the first part, it seems the ox retains its status. So, which is it? Uh, and the Gemara says uh Roshut Moshane Reisha Roshut uh, Ayanu Moshane All right So, so oh, Sorry that, that is That was What you said So uh, Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan How do we Answer that uh, Rabbi Yochanan Says listen Tabra You're right uh, It's uh, Like literally Broken uh, and therefore, shanazu. Right? Uh, the two parts are contradictory, uh, one with each other, the one that taught this part, uh, this clause didn't teach that clause. So that's answer number one. Uh, Rabbah Rabba says, no. Uh, Rabbah says, from the fact that the first clause uh, teaches us that uh, the, the ownership of the ox does not make a difference, uh, the ox status remains the same, so too the last clause as well. Uh, is that the ox status actually doesn't change. We say for uh, but the reason that we say uh, that the ox... Uh, it does seem to change its status back to a tam, uh, and it says mishumda uh, amalei because the owner can say to the borrow borrower as follows: He says, "Love, uh, He says, "Listen, it's not in your power uh, to make my ox uh, warned. Uh, okay, it's defined as warned. I didn't give it to you uh, with that intention, uh, and it's your problem that the ox became a muad. Uh, if it was under me, uh, it wouldn't have become a muad, and therefore, uh, I, according to me." it is still a tum so therefore I'm not going to pay anything more uh, than just half because as, as far as I was concerned I gave you a, a, a tum ox uh, and, and I want a tum ox back uh, and that's that's why I'm about to do it. Okay that's Rubber's answer. He says uh, the status um, doesn't change in both cases. Uh, Rai Papa takes the opposite view. Rai Papa, I might be Rishut Mashane, Rishut Mashane. He says the fact that the last clause uh, comes along and says the, the ownership of the ox will change the status of the ox. It must be Rishut Mashane, so too. In the first case, uh, the status changes. And how do we uh, look at that? And it says, Rishut Tama, and the reason uh, that in the first uh, case uh, that the ox is considered warned, even in the uh um control of the borrower uh, because wherever it goes, the name of the owner is still on it so because this guy we we say to this guy just borrowing it uh, so therefore in theory that uh, it should change uh but it was really uh, got the status of that uh, beforehand, and it was like the own, the name of the owner uh, who was already worn beforehand uh, kind of follows it around, uh, and therefore uh, it still is everyone it identifies it still with the original owner, it doesn't make a difference who's borrowing it. Right, Sure. it's still in meta uh We said this ox. Uh, that uh, is is trained to go. Uh, this arena ox or the stadium ox, uh, is not liable to the death penalty because it was trained, uh, to go. Uh, the question is, Uh, the question is, uh, you know, if it goes along, and kills an ox, uh, it kills a person, uh, we don't put it to death, unlike the, the normal situation where we do put it to death. Uh, so, uh, in this case. Who goes along and kills a person, uh, uh, even though we don't put it to death? The question is, can we bring it up as an altar uh, on the altar? Uh, Because normally uh, we don't uh, bring these type of animals up on altar, as we're going to see in a second. Now, uh, the question is, uh, you know, and and as we're going to see. Uh, there's uh, Rav Amar as Mahloket, Rav says Kasher uh, can be brought up as an offering as Shmuel Amar, and Shmuel said it is uh, Pasel. uh so Rav Amar, Kasher, Rav says it's a Kosher, why? Anosu, uh, because of an animal gored, it was really uh, forced uh, beyond its control it was uh, forced to do such a thing. as Amar, uh, Pasel. Poor Avera. And Shmuel says, listen, the fact is uh, that it uh, is disqualified because a uh, sin was done through it, and any time a sin is done through it, uh, even though uh, it was due to circumstances beyond its control, uh, then uh, it was, uh, it, uh, it, you know, it, it's still defined as a sinful animal. All right, so there's you know, conceptually, uh, the, the Nachlat Moshe says the makhluk between Rav and Shmuel uh, is with the status of someone who does a sin uh, um, due to circumstances beyond the control. According to Rav uh, you, don't, you ignore it. You say, listen, because it was beyond the control, we don't even assign you uh, the status of a sin. Uh, and, uh, and therefore, not only don't we put the ox to death, uh, we, we, don't even, we could even bring it as an offering. And Shmuel says, no, uh, even though you might not be punishable uh, for, for such a sin if it was done, still, after all, uh, in the world, a sin was done. OK, uh, and, and and therefore a sin is attributable uh, to that. So therefore, uh, you know, you might not have to kill uh, this ox, but because it's killed another person, uh, there's the taint on it. And therefore, uh, you shouldn't bring it up as an offering. OK, so now uh, we challenge that uh, from the following. Uh, uh, the following statement, uh, Minna Bahema, uh, because right at the beginning of the it says Minna Bahema or, Mina It has all these exclusionary uh, uh, verses, Minaton, Minabakar, as we're going to see uh, over here. We're going to see a number of uh, different statements. So uh, the challenge is Minna Bahema. Uh, uh, the, the second verse in Vayikra, uh, chapter 1 of Vayikra, from uh, the animal, Loti etarova, uh, to exclude an animal that uh, uh, either was an, uh, uh, you know, a rova either the passive active uh, party in, in, in bestiality, that can't be brought up on the altar. Minha uh, Bakar, from the uh, the, the the herd uh, that is lotzi etaneva some animal uh, that was uh, worshiped uh, you can't bring that animal up on the altar either. Uh, minhatson from the tzon, uh, excludes uh, lotzi etamukta an animal that was uh, set aside uh, for outer worship even though it hadn't been worshiped uh uminhatson um lotzi han- uh, nogach uh, and menats uh, on uh, that extra vav over there. Uh, comes and excludes an animal that has gored someone. Uh, that has killed him. You can't bring that animal up on the altar either. Uh, I'm Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says, "If an animal that was um, uh, had, uh, you know, was was involved in bestiality, can't be brought up as an offering. Uh, why do you say that an animal that goes uh, would be disqualified?" Uh, you know, sh- uh, surely, you know, if uh, uh, that uh, we, we say, you know, that uh, <clears throat> Uh, you know the animal didn't do the action themselves if it was worshipped for example uh, so but, but here, uh, animal is an active party uh, in these things uh, it says uh, it says and if it was animal that gores is disqualified why that we say an animal that in, 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 in bestiality is disqualified what does that mean no you can't necessarily compare the two because there are differences uh, stringencies uh, with bestiality that don't apply to goring and there's stringencies with goring that don't apply to bestiality. What are we talking about? Rova, asabo ones with an animal that uh, had bestiality, uh, it, it says even uh, though it did it unintentionally, as we say, as if it did it uh, um, directly, okay, so uh, and, and on purpose. Uh, in both cases, even though it was a totally passive thing, uh, we say uh, that it uh, a totally passive uh, actor in the, in the whole action uh, but still we say it's it's no good as opposed to a goring we don't say listen if it was uh, uh, beyond its control uh, and like it willingly uh, so the, the, you know like a, a stadium uh, ox as we saw uh where the animal uh, comes along and uh, gores someone and kills them. Uh, the owner has to pay kofir, uh, either you know the the value of the person or the value uh, of himself, which as we discussed earlier. Uh, but rova uh, when an animal has bestiality, animal should kofir. He does not pay a ransom through bestiality. rova nogach Right. So we have to teach both of those. Um, Cases uh, and the Gemara says Katani Miat. In any case, what it says, Rova and Bo Mish Bo ones So the brighter teaches with bestiality. Uh, we say it doesn't make a difference whether the animal was uh, did it on purpose uh, or uh, it, you know it, it was forced into doing something. Nogah uh, ones Karaton. With regard to goring, we say that uh, animal if he did it. Uh, not on, uh, you know, we don't compare uh, if it was forced to do it with an animal that willingly did it. love le korban. So, you know, with what halakha is the said? surely uh, we're talking about uh, that the animal uh, could be brought as an offering as well. And this, this ox, this arena, this stadium ox uh, is uh, forced circumstances. Uh, surely it could be therefore brought as a korban. And the Gemara says, lo le No, with uh, putting the animal to death. Uh, And that's it. So if it's forced into doing something, then we say uh, we don't put it to death, which is exactly the case with the stadium ox, as we said, uh, we don't put it to death. All right. Uh, And so, too, it's logical to say that if you would say that it was to be brought as an offering, Bore with regard to a goring animal, we don't say it uh, did it on purpose, the same as doing it willingly. Uh, love honest dedecative, law raton Uh You know, it's. Um, there's no time uh, where it says it did it on purpose or didn't uh, did it willingly, uh, etc. It's not, nothing is mentioned like that. Uh, all that's mentioned, uh, you know, ketev ella le lekatala. So you know, it doesn't uh, it, it, that, that issue is not mentioned in the Torah at all. Uh, all that uh, says is that like the animal is put, put to death, and it says because if an ox goes, it means that uh, it uh, it goes uh, according to uh, uh, it's willing uh, it being. Right? would be put to death if it was gores willingly as opposed to the stadium ox uh, which goes uh, kind of on purpose i mean uh, w- w- you know uh, that's been trained uh, to go and, and and not doing it uh, as a uh, because it's aggressive all right so so therefore we just say that it's, it's not talking about a korban at all it's really just talking about uh, um, Uh, it's uh, just talking about whether you put it to the animal to death uh, or not to death. Right, uh, that is a a fairly good place uh, to stop, uh, even though we're going to quote as part of that brighter again tomorrow. Uh, But, uh, you know, I I think it's a good point uh, to leave it over there. So we will. Everyone should have a great day.